Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. The annual Saskatchewan Beef Industry Conference gets underway in Regina tomorrow with a focus on the consumer. Saskatoon retail consultant Trevor Carlson will deliver the opening address, talking about consumer expectations and misconceptions. Well, really, it's about ensuring that the ag sector sort of gets the message that it's time for everyone to work together and really talk about modern agriculture and take pride in the work that's being done. And really, it's these practices that have been employed by producers over the last several years that really are being done for good reason, producing exceptional product, improving the sustainability of agriculture, and actually protecting the environment as well. What we're seeing is that you know there hasn't been enough messaging on that, and I think sometimes the customers, when they hear nothing, they hear messages that confuse them from others. So you're saying communication is the key issue here? Communication is the key. It's time for people to talk about modern agriculture and talk about how great it is. Why is it so important, though, for the producer to reach out to the consumer? Well, you know what? Consumers used to have a really good handle of what took place on the farms because most people either grew up on a farm or worked on a farm or had family that lived on a farm. Nowadays, that just isn't the case. It's time for producers to really tell the customers what farming is all about. And quite frankly, in my opinion, farming is about producing excellent food. Do you think consumers are getting some misconceptions from the wrong people? Well, I think so. I, th- I think there's been people who have been spreading myths about agriculture, and sometimes uh, misconception in that manner tends to take off and find feet. So what are the key myths you want to debunk? Well, you know what? I think people have this impression that some that agriculture is, is about a, a factory or about big industry. And quite frankly, I think it's more about the family farm still. Why do you want to spread the message that it is really still from a family farm, all this food production? I think people need to understand the truth of where their food comes from, and it's grown by good people working on family operations, sometimes very large family operations, but family farms nonetheless. Why is a family farm so important as a message? Well, I I think people have to understand that food is grown by people who care about their animals, who care about their their practices, quite frankly, cared intensely about producing high-quality, safe food. Do you feel that's fair to say that, though, across the entire food chain, all the different foods that are produced? You know, I think by and large, yes. I think Canada has probably the most vibrant agricultural sector in the world. And quite frankly, the practices that are used in Canada are really second to none. The only thing I can say is that, you know, one of the things that I've seen here is that I think it's time for people to talk more about agriculture because it's such an important part of our economy. It's such an important part of everything who we are. It's about the food we eat, and I think there's nothing more personal than that. Trevor Carlson is a retail consultant from Saskatoon and the opening speaker tomorrow at the annual Saskatchewan Beef Industry Conference in Regina. Water was a key topic at a meeting of agriculture ministers from around the world in Germany during the weekend. Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley wrapped up the G20 Agriculture Ministers Conference, promising to safeguard a clean and sustainable water supply. The Agriculture Minister's communique also promised action on antimicrobial resistance and to share information and technology to help farmers increase food production. The farm ministers also promised to strengthen food security and access to water. McCauley also announced a $1 million contribution from Canada to the UN Food and Agriculture Organization. The funds will go to food safety and plant and animal health. McCauley also met with key partners, including agriculture ministers from China, the European Union, Germany, the UK, and Austria. Recent warm weather is raising some concern about the 1.5 million acres of crops still left in the field in Saskatchewan. 
Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says the milder weather is a concern because it could reduce crop quality. Certainly uh, in some cases having the moisture conditions that we've had in the melting uh, will certainly uh, continue to make a mess of things especially for producers who are still hoping uh, to actually combine some of that crop. And, of course, uh, we will run into some quality issues as, of course, the longer things uh, sit out in the field and the wetter they are, uh, the more uh, poor quality they will be as well. When you say make a mess of things, what do you mean? Certainly uh, trying to get equipment into the field, hopefully the combine in those areas uh, that still have crop out. Uh, We have heard many reports of producers still trying to get out there and harvest some of their canola, some of the flax and soybeans and even some of the uh, corn as well. I remember some had been waiting for the ground to freeze because it was so saturated with moisture that they needed solid ground to run a combine. Absolutely, yes. And in some cases, I guess in most cases, the ground is still frozen. uh, But of course, when you have pools of water everywhere, it doesn't make things any easier. Where is most of this 1.5 million acres of crop that's still out in the field? Where is this located? It is spread throughout the province, but the majority of it is in the northeast part of the province as well as the west central region. What weather would be ideal or good for farmers that want to harvest the crop early this spring or late this winter? Well, you know, I think um, a consistent temperature uh, would certainly help us going forward. We would like to see a slow melt come springtime because, of course, we are dealing with excess moisture left over from the fall time. And, of course, in many cases, we have high snowpack as well. Uh, So ideally, everything would be a very small, I guess, melt. It would be very slow. And hopefully farmers can get out there in a reasonable time as well uh, without having to deal with flooding. And you said there would be some quality loss, though, because of this weather? There likely will be. Uh, what's left in the field is going to be poor quality no matter what. But of course, the longer it sits out, the more things can be reduced as well. And of course, more wildlife damage as well. Absolutely, absolutely. APAS Vice President Norm Hall says the milder weather removes snow cover, which is protecting some fields from wildlife. Which can be negative as animals eat it, so you you lose volume or they defecate on it, and you'll lose quality because of that as well. And otherwise, if it's canola, it can, through this freeze-thaw cycle, hurt the kernels inside the pods and reduce yield as well. So we're going to get it every year. It's just one of those factors that will hurt the crops that are in the field. Hall also says the mild weather can make it difficult to move grain to market. There's positives and negatives to this warm weather when it comes to moving grain as well, because Yes, it's a lot easier to start equipment, but the warm weather and, and warm snow make for real good ice, and the trucks have an awful hard time moving around and in around the bins if you haven't cleared off all of the snow. APAS President Todd Lewis sees some benefit from the mild weather, saying it gets rid of snow moisture and could enable some producers an early start to get back in the field before spring seeding. Saskatchewan farm leaders are taking a wait-and-see approach to the inauguration of Donald Trump as the President of the United States. Trump has talked about reopening the North American Trade Agreement. Shane Yonke is the president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers. He says the trade deal has benefited both the U.S. and Canada. I think any time our largest trading partner goes through a government change, there's always going to be concerns, but I believe he's a pretty smart man, and I'm hoping that he surrounds himself with some smart advisors and realize the benefit on both sides of the border on uh, the importance of trade for both nations. So I guess as of now, I'm cautiously optimistic, Jim. He's talked about renegotiating NAFTA, the free trade agreement. And cattle trade, of course, is one of the most important parts of of our trade with the United States. Your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, it's, it, several of the interviews he comes across as somewhat a protectionist. But like I said earlier before, uh, there's benefits on both sides of the border. And I once, even if he starts re- reviewing the NAFTA agreement, I'm I'm hoping that he 
comes to the realization that both parties, it's important for both nations and it's beneficial for both nations as well. On another topic, we've had some very mild weather. Has it made it a little bit easier for the cattle business or what impact? Well, I know speaking for our ranch, it's sure sure a lot nicer this mild weather. It cuts down on the feed supplies, but I also know when it comes time, if you're feeding some calves, it's pretty hard to regulate the feed in the bunks. They kind of go up and down on stuff like that, but... If I had a choice, I'd rather have it mild than when it was uh, minus 20 with the wind blowing. Shane Yonke is the president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Today, Viterra prices for canola dropped $1.40 at 472.32. Oats rose 78 cents at 185.18. Number one red spring wheat fell $1.37 at 229.68. The rest were unchanged. Durham 30709. Feed barley one forty two fourteen, flax five hundred three dollars fifty five cents, yellow peas three hundred four dollars. Feed wheat one forty seven forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is up one and a quarter cents at five sixty nine and three quarter cents a bushel. And now the latest livestock quotations. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yard. Six hundred cattle in our Tuesday regular sale. Cow market ninety to a dollar for the good cows, up as high as a dollar five, uh, averaging ninety one on every cow that's sold in the sale. We do see some uh, thinner cows coming in that have been running out on the pastures. They're certainly bringing quite a bit less money into the Thursday calf sale. Twenty eight hundred and fifty one calves in the sale. That's the biggest January sale in history of Swift Current, Saskatchewan. Does look like a lot of cattle want to move early. Into the loads of calves, here's some 800-pound Red Cross steers, 175 and a quarter, 780 weight tens, 181.75. 750 Red Crosses at 176.75, that same semi-load of black steers at 176. 684 weight, the Red Cross steers, 186.50. We get into the 660, 670 weights, whether they be red or black, they bring that 187 and a half to 187.75. 61 black steers at 652 at 187.50. Right at 600 pounds, the red steers go to $2.50. The black steers, 197 and a quarter. Here's a load of 580 pound black steers at 204.75. The 550 blacks, 209. 520, 10 and red steers, 65 of those at 222. Into the 490 weight uh, black steers, 225 and a quarter. And at 418 pounds, 54 of them at 234. Heifer trade, 74. Year and a half old heifers would have had their first calf this May. Weigh 868, bring 167 and a quarter. Looks like a very strong trade. As the 820 yearling heifers bring 160, 75. 750 weight blacks, 162 and a quarter. The 740 weight reds, 161, 75. We did have the white tent, the shar heifers at 750 at 164. 670 weight blacks, 167.75. The tens at 172. 550 weight black heifers, 173.75 to 76.75. The reds bring 179.50 into the uh, lighter heifers here. At uh, 480 pounds, 184.50, and 42 black heifers at 412 pounds, 